Let's talk about those days. All right, we here with Pretty Tony, Tony Move. We call him all of that. He's the man. And you're here with Keith Anderson. Yeah, your boy Keith. Killing Keith. Killing and murdering the hits and all of that good stuff. Yeah, yeah. More important than that, we get ready to talk about musicians back in the day when it comes to Hampton Roads. And I know, Tony, you're from Virginia Beach, and I'm from Virginia Beach, too, on the Kinsfield side, as a matter of fact. Right. Still Indian River Road, still till today. Being that said, being that said, I played in a reggae band for like four years. And the first band I started with was Iron Wave. And just totally thrown into doing major shows with artists I never heard of. The, the later find out they were really kings of reggae. Wow. Stuff like that. I, I was thrown into that. But wow. I can tell you, as far as club-wise, you never really get the support that you need locally. Really? Yeah. Well, I mean, I'm going to go back to that, too, because I can recall, too, like, just everybody was into music. Everybody. It's like everybody was either DJing, rapping, and all that good stuff. Because when I actually touched down to Virginia was in 1989, I believe. 89 and 1990. Wow. So even then, I noticed the a lot of people who are making music now, maybe famous and all, from Virginia, I remember... You know, everybody was making music with them. They was rapping. Everybody was rapping. Everybody, everybody had their crews. Everybody. You know? And um, so it was a good thing. I remember it always seemed to be, you know, a lot. But I guess like you said, um, I don't know. I don't think it's, I don't think it's lost, but just trying yeah. to... Well, it's still, to the, the problem still to the day is the relationship with the band and the club owner. Let's see, the club owner put you at a deficit walking in the door because they want you to bring the crowd with you opposed to I'll give you a set amount so we'll be able to work and see what happens in the future. Mm-hmm. They never want to work out that kind of agreement. They'll give you drinks and chicken wings all night but as long as they ain't got to come out of their pocket, that's, right. that's their mentality yeah. and it's hard to keep I a band together days. without some, some, of, uh, some form of uh, finance. There's going to be one guy in there suffering the most. And he's going to let you know who he is. You know, and, uh, and that, that, that's bound to happen in any walk of life. And, uh, and it's hard to keep a band together and somebody lose the vision, man. And the ones, he's going to have a couple in the band that's worried about the money. You know, that's a given. That's any band that I've ever been in. <laughs> Yeah, somebody's yeah, it, worried about the money. Those were the, that, see, and that's when it became, to me, in my opinion, because we were so uneducated and still don't, you know, know a lot of things or, you know, we're all learning as we go. Right. Um, but I think that's when it became real, like, you know, when money came and then we wasn't used to it, didn't know nothing about the game, and it was all emotional. Right. You know, and... That's right. And, so, and I don't know, I really know how to express it totally, but um, we got to learn the business. We got to learn how to work together and you know, we gotta we gotta do it. We gotta do it. Well, but yeah, I, I at think, the time, we ain't thinking like that. No, though, but, you I, know. I, I, some of my homies got bands that play casinos now, mm-hmm. and they're making a lot of money. 
but they got like 10 plus guys in the band. So if you're making like $3,000, are you really breaking even at the end of the night and you're all the way Delaware, I mean, uh, anywhere, you, you know, you're out of town, you're away from your family. Is it really worth 80 and $90 so a night? So how would they really make money then? So, I mean, that's, I uh, guess... It, we have to have a better uh, relationship with who's ever, whoever the, uh, the owners are. Coming in the door, they got the respect. Well, these musicians put that much into this show. They deserve X amount. Starting off the gate, and you never meet bands that are willing to stand together to fight for that right here in Virginia. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's the sad part, because we have some, some of the greatest... Not uh, talk about reggae... Guys, still to the day, some of the best in the world that I've ever heard. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and especially that. when it comes to alternative and rock. Yeah. Yeah, so, um, and then you got rap, you know. and But it, still at that point, there, you don't go to uh, any um, clubs around here and see a couple of guys rocking it out, doing trap music. Mm-hmm. We don't have that kind of format around here, and it's, and it's painful, man, you know. Um, well, I think that I think also like the outlets, um, like you said, um, um, these you know these club owners or promoters, like I don't know. Um, I think when these guys want to do a show, and I think rightfully so. I mean, you want to be compensated. Yeah. And 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 you, you know, you want to at least be satisfied with what you're getting. Yes. You know, but yeah. I mean, I understand, you know, you got to pay your dues and do this and that, but um, you can't do that pimp. That's just, you can't be getting pimped all the time. Can't be getting pimped, man. Yeah, yeah, I'm going to tell you, from a, yeah, this is funny, man. Look, from a drummer standpoint, this is something I can keep real. Look, here I got four different pieces of drum to lug around and get in this little small car in this little small space. And then I got a bag of equipment, cymbals, yeah. all this stuff. Got to make sure you got everything, a rug a rug or something. Mm-hmm. And then you got to go set that up. Nobody want to give you a hand when you get there. You got to set it up. And when the party's over, everybody going home, you're still twisting and breaking down cymbals, man. It's yeah. a lonely job. Yeah. You're going to think about money. Yeah, you know, because at the end of the night, if you don't get paid, man, you can't even stop and go to a drive-thru. It's sad. You think about it. You know, and uh, a man with kids can't continue to play like that. Still to the day, I charge a fee to play. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Rightfully so, yeah. man. Like you said, man, it becomes, uh, you know, you're doing a show, man. It's, it's, it's business. And uh, you want to you wanna perform well, you want to get paid well, you know. I rem- it's like you said, I remember going there trying to find out who's the sound people, where to hook up. You're like, there's so much shit going on. Yeah, <laughs> man. Make you like, man, why am I doing this? He's like, yo, you got table, you know, you got to identify your chords. And- yeah, man. You know, I got to ask you this. Um, with all the new venues that are coming up, I, I know about one on Hampton Boulevard that's coming up, a real premier spot for a lot of family entertainment, uh, casinos, uh, do you see the music getting better as a as a whole as far as our local talent being hired to do jobs and things like that? Um I will say yes. I will say yes. Yeah. I think things are finally coming around. Um 
thanks to a lot of people and thanks to a lot of things that's that's transpiring right now. You right. know what I mean? Right. And um, even like Pharrell coming back with the uh, something, something in the water. water, you know. So it's a start, and it's a. I mean, this this um, Virginia has a lot to offer. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I definitely see this place growing as a music hub, like anywhere else in the United States. Anywhere. 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 The talent is here. Um, the love is here. The culture is here. Everything is here. That's it. You know. That's it. So, but I, I definitely, I definitely agree with that. I definitely agree with that. Well, you thinking uh, along those lines, or is it getting better or getting worse or what? I know for a while, it's almost, I equate that a little bit to like the civil rights a little bit. You know how there was a, a uphill climb right, and right, then you right, felt right. like you made it so and then some, and then now yeah. it's like, okay, where are we going up or down or where are we going? Were you playing some of the more <laughs> premier shows as far as, uh, let's say bands of color? It's going to be a, mostly a white crowd. So you're not really playing to the people that necessarily look like you. Mm-hmm. And that comes up, man. You're like, damn, you ain't playing for your people. And shit. <laughs> well, I mean, you know. You know, but hey, it is what it is, yeah, man. I and, mean, and we, you, music also is universal, too. Right. You know, and if we market it to a certain crowd or people, then... It just so happens is there's more people that, like, you'll be surprised how many Japanese or whoever that likes Wu-Tang. Yeah. Or, you know, yeah. most deaf or yeah. blah, blah, blah. Yeah. You know, it's like, you who you hip-hop to, is right? the biggest thing on the planet Earth. Right. <laughs> Promise you that. <laughs> <laughs> Promise you that, bro. Please believe, man. Yeah, Please no, believe. music is, is universal. And, of course, you know... Um, we just gotta, you know, I know I'm gonna do my best and we're gonna start learning instruments, you know what I mean? Man, we gotta put it I'm down, man. Forward to that. Yes, sir. You know, anybody also that's that's gonna be what offering and that's right. And we'll take those lessons. lessons and this and that. That's it. We right you here, you know, trying to make that happen too. Yeah, you know, so man, thanks for this first podcast, Rough Draft. We're going to check it out. We're going to edit. And we're going to have some fun with it. And y'all look for greater and bigger things coming from the Berkeley Bee. Peace. That's what's up. Yeah. Oh, Tony Moon here.